0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Game Time Decisions.
0: Game Time Decisions, Lineup block Live. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A little bit upset here. I had... Uh, I had all these lineups ready to go, but I had to restart my computer, and I didn't save them, Cam. I lost my 150 uh, preset lineups, man. I'm trying to figure out how to do it again, but I'm having a hard time.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. You know what I do now for backup? Because I got the computer. I do a couple on the computer, and I do the same ones into my phone. So even if you don't enter the contest or whatever, it still saves the ones that I built there. So anyway, I feel for you, buddy. That's it's going to be a tough night tonight. Like, everyone's probably going to take uh, Tom Brady as the king, but uh, I went in a different direction, and I got a hockey lineup for you as well. I think it's a real good night for a couple uh, totals. I think there's going to be lots of scoring in the Islanders-Carolina game. Uh, we're going to probably take the over there, and we should see some uh, fireworks in a couple of those games.
0: So what did you put together tonight? Do you have
1: uh, Yeah, you want me to start things off with my hockey together?
0: lineup? What, what, what kind of lineups? Yeah, you put a hockey lineup together?
1: Yeah, I got How a, a you hockey lineup night. and... Uh, not bad. I did okay, but Tuka Rask let me down. All the players we had, had points too, which really frustrated me. But uh, you can't win a contest when your goaltender gets gets pummeled like that. And you know what? You actually made a good point in the last show. I was like, oh yeah. You know, you talked about Martin Jones, but you also said Freddie Anderson. I'm like, yeah. The Canadians might score a lot of goals. Well, he, they only scored two. And and Toronto got the win, right? So other than that, and I would have said I would have not played Braden Holtby, but he was the star. So with that lineup, gave we put we gave people good picks, but Braden Holtby had a shutout. I can't believe Boston lost seven to nothing last night. They looked horrible. Like that was a that was a, just a shit kicking. Like I, Washington, I, like I, at the I didn't banner see, ceremony, they came out. I, I didn't Hilton. see that coming.
0: Was,
1: nor did I. Nor did How about I. John, I John Tavares?
0: Like, John Tavares last yeah. night gets a goal, seven seven fantasy yep. points. Austin Matthews, big big night last night. He, he night. had a bigger night than Tavares.
1: He did. Austin Matthews, and that's the thing, right? With everyone's talking about Tavares now, he's going to be the guy to step it up to. The Leafs power play is absolutely lethal. Carey Price made some big saves in that game too, but I'll tell you one thing that I saw. It's one game in. I really uh, like the way Montreal played in that game. They're getting no respect from the media. They, here, they're, get, they're getting ripped as one of the worst teams in the league. They worked their ass off. Great pick by you on, uh, on Max Domi. He had a two-point night in that game they got a lot of good young talent on their i team told to you he Price. gets some playing time it's yeah he did he did good and i'll and i'll tell you one thing there's an overreaction that team will work and that's the thing about hockey too like i, I noticed there was points in that game the leafs got out work because they're relying on talent montreal worked their ass off and uh I, I give anderson a little bit of credit he made some big saves in that game that game should have gone over but the goaltenders really stood on their head
0: all right, so um, let's start off with some football, actually. I'm going to play a showdown. through sure, yeah, the. I want to go through the, n- I'm, go through I'm pu- the numbers. I'm, pu- I'm putting together the lineup uh, live right now. I haven't already cool. done it. We'll play a single-game showdown. Tomorrow we'll take a look at the millionaire-maker lineups and all that nice. type of stuff. So let me just jump in here. $15,000 pool. All right. So the question is, who are we going to make the king? And I guess it's just Tom Brady, but... You make Tom Brady the king and you don't really have a lot yeah. of money left over, Cam. He's $19,500 if you give him the crown. You only have $50,000. Suddenly, you know, you've got to fill a lot of spots with a lot of lot, not a lot of money, so you we
1: almost can't make him
0: the the crown. I didn't make know. him the it's...
1: king. I I made Andrew Luck the king. He was he was cheaper and I still got a couple Patriots in the lineup. Uh, what do I believe in this game? I believe that for Indianapolis to hang around, they're going to be down in the game. Everything sets up for Luck throwing 55 to 60 times like he did before. I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, Sony Michelle or somebody else on the Patriots had the big day and, you know, they try to run the ball on the clock, whereas Indianapolis, is, if they're down in the game, Andrew Luck's going to have to throw it around for, for, for them to be successful. They have problems at the running back position. They got a, a guy out, so... You know, like, what are you going to do without T.Y. Hilton? You're going to find another guy. Like, Zach Pascal had a touchdown the other week. He He's only 2000 bucks. Hines had a really good game against Houston. He's $6,600. You know, cheaper options. Uh, I looked for, for some Patriots, like the secondary receivers. I don't know. I know Hogan hasn't been getting as many balls, but you might look to him. What do you think about Gordon tonight, Gabe? I know he had a little bit of chemistry with uh, Tom Brady, but, you know, who's to say? And uh, Edelman comes back tonight. There's a lot of question marks going into this game. Who's going to be rusty? Who's going to step up for uh, an injured team in the Colts? I think it's uh, very, very interesting. You might want to throw some darts with guys that aren't big. Chester Rogers. Very... Chester Rogers, yes. I like Chester Rogers, too.
0: I like Chester Rogers. I'd take me to be looking at, a lot. at Chester Rogers. You look at the targets last week. Uh, Eight receptions, targeted 11 times, 85 yards, didn't get a touchdown, but finished with 18 fantasy points when it was all said and done. I think Chester Rogers is in play here uh, tonight. I swear, Cam, I've never seen a state per square foot with as much law enforcement as New Jersey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I told you, uh... When I was in, uh, I went to Philadelphia and then we went into New Jersey, me did and my you hear buddy. The siren? When, did you hear the siren? Oh, I heard it. Oh, I, I definitely heard the siren. It yeah. just brings me back scary memories of uh, me and my buddy Carl. We did a baseball uh, trip and, a uh, stadium tours. Actually, we watched your Montreal Expo sweep the Philadelphia Phillies. And then we went into New Jersey and, uh, a state trooper pulled us over with a gun to us. He's like, what the hell are you doing? What, 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 what's one of them states? He thought we were like criminals because my buddy had a place, a, a license plate, which was the Northwest Territories. For people that don't know, it's shaped like a polar bear. So it looks like something you'd buy at, at a novelty shop, right? It's a real right license plate, but it's shaped like a bear. So this guy's like, that looks fake, you know. Show me your damn ID. Like it was, it was awful. Like and like they put the he pulled out the gun and asked questions. Later, eventually, we went. He's like, "What the hell are you doing in this area?" Because we were looking for like a really cheap motel, and it was like a big by the hour thing. A lot of you know heroin and crack and stuff like that. We were just looking for a place to stay before we went on the to the next stadium on the Jersey. But uh, yeah, I could understand where you were coming from. Very, very scary stuff. <laughs> Ricky very, very,
0: very Sanders. Scary.
2: Oh, Ricky! I didn't even—I wasn't even aware.
0: Yeah, I was—I huh. was unaware Ricky was even joining us. He can help. I us guess with he's on right now. Hey, yeah, you're damn great. right. He can. You know, it's funny. I was thinking—I was thinking of asking Ricky to come on, but I was actually going to ask him to come on tomorrow, and I was like, ah, we already bothered him earlier in the week. Ricky Sanders joins <laughs> us. What's up, Ricky? It's—it's
2: <laughs> it's on my schedule,
0: so I'm here. I'm always happy to come on. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. I—I no, I appreciate that. And you can save me and Cam because we're both idiots. And I actually did okay in the <laughs> NHL last night, so I, I got I got money back. But we were just talking about this football game tonight. And, uh, and sorry to have you on hold there, Ricky. My bad. Um, talking about this football game tonight, I brought up the name Chester Rogers. Is Chester Rogers someone you're playing tonight, Ricky?
2: Yeah. I mean, this dink and dunk game for the Colts is really interesting. Obviously, uh, this Patriots team is expected to dominate. But, like, you look at this offense last week. Uh, here are the receiving totals, uh, or excuse me, the target totals. 11 for Hines, 11 for Rodgers, 10 for Ebron, 10 for Pat Giles because uh, Andrew Luck just doesn't have too much time. So he's finding guys in the sixth field. And this week, I assume the reason that you like him is because Stefan Gilmore will be doubting Ryan, Ryan Grant a lot of the time, presumably because he's the best receiver here of what little they have left. Uh, which is going to open up some opportunities for the dinks and dunks elsewhere. Uh, I think the Bill Belichick plan is going to be to, you know, kind of attack Andrew Luck, which means he's not going to have much time. So I do think there'll be a lot of targets for these guys, which is going to be really interesting on in drafting.
0: There's a lot Ricky, of question marks, as you mentioned tonight, with the injuries. You got Edelman coming back. What do you expect yep. from him? And there's just a lot of different question marks with different players here this evening. Uh, Ebron is in the mix and. Once again, back to we hate to always badger you with the um, with who who the king should be, but if you if you give Tom Brady the crown, you don't have any money left. You just don't like it's 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 not worth it. And then conversely, Andrew Luck is still pretty expensive if you give him the crown. So I'm kind of reluctant to want to give the crown to either one of these guys. But if I'm not to them, who would you make the uh, the crown king uh, so to speak tonight?
2: Yeah, I think Edelman is your prime candidate. Uh, I don't think Bill Belichick is going to let up in this game, even if they get up. They've been so disappointing that I think, uh, of course, they had last week, which was a productive game, but just a full game where this passing game uh, is smooth from start to finish. And Tom Brady already, he's not even a guy who ever talks, but on his Instagram today he posted about Edelman. Uh, he's talked about Edelman today. So I think the most excited guy in the room to have Julian Edelman back is is Tom Brady, yeah. and in order to make Tom Brady fit in your lineups, uh, I think Julian Edelman makes a ton of sense here. Uh, as a guy that I just think is going to be the main focus. I mean, Rob Gronkowski is not 100%. It was a shock that he's even going to look to play tonight. If you saw uh, this weekend, it seemed like it was doom and gloom, the news for Rob Gronkowski, so I don't think he's going to be 100%. Uh, and, you know, Sony Michel can get it done, but he needs it to be game flow dependent. And it's still a Patriots back who we're not sure of the workload. So I think the one that we're confident in is Julian Edelman. Uh, and I just think, you know, looking comparing him to the healthy assets elsewhere, he just has to see the football.
1: Ricky, I was gonna ask you about Zach Pascal. You talked about it like this guy had a huge game. He's one of the cheaper guys. For Indianapolis, if you want to take a flyer, he had six catches on 10 targets for 56 yards and a touchdown. Do you think he can do it again? Gabe mentioned Rodgers. He's a lot more expensive, but there's a couple Colts guys real cheap around the the $2,000 range. What's your
2: take? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the key tonight, I think, is getting a bunch of your Patriots in and then choosing the correct cheap guys here uh, on this offense. Pascal is very high on my list. Uh, I think, again, I, I like these receivers. Uh, Eric Ebron, he's been known to drop a pass or two, so I think a lot of people are going to be A, on him, but B, he's like the expensive option comparatively to these guys on this team, so if you're trying to make a lot of New England work, he actually doesn't work incredibly well for roster construction. Meanwhile, Zach Pascal, $2,000, we have got him for about 11% of the market share, which is nowhere near uh, as much as Chester Rogers, but we really just don't know. Uh, and we saw last week him be heavily involved, so we certainly could be wrong. And if you boost him a little bit because he is so cheap, uh, he proves to be such a good value. The only one that I'm concerned about here really is Ryan Grant because of that individual matchup. So I think these second and third receivers are interesting. And Naheem Hines is kind of developing into their, you know, Darren Sproles role. I think he's the other guy, uh, but he's not, he's not cheap either. So if you're, you know, really trying to make that Patriots roster construction work, I think Zach Pascal... By default, is the one to make it work, which might make it kind of chalky, but at the same time, like he's going to see targets.
0: Um, you mentioned other New England Patriot players. So we talk about Tom Brady, and if you don't make your Tom Brady the king, you can still get him in here at thirteen thousand uh, dollars. Julian Edelman. Yeah. Um, who are who are some of the other Patriots though that you would be looking to uh, to get involved here, uh, Ricky?
2: Uh, well, the question is game flow with a lot of these guys. Like, obviously, Sony Michelle, if Vegas is correct, I think it's going to be a good game flow for him. Uh, I mean, the team just released Barner, and we're talking about hopefully just a two running back rotation here, and he's the guy in the ground and pound if they get up. Uh, so I think it yeah. should play to his Twenty-five carries last week. He looked good. Exactly. Yeah, he did. But that makes James, that makes James White the tournament guy, just in case. Anything weird happens in this game, or even if they get by the goal line and they just determine that Gronkowski isn't healthy enough and they spread you out, you know, James White could get you uh, a red zone target. So I think he's going to go overlooked. And then, I mean, if you like narratives, how about Philip Dorsett against his former team? Uh, I know that I don't typically play narratives, but if Gronkowski is not healthy and they want to go to a receiver in the end zone, he's he's the best fit.
0: So, with Chris Chris Hogan, is Hogan just sort of done? And I don't want to repeat it, but we saw that tweet. We told people about it. it said, Chris Hogan used to be called 7-Eleven because he was open all day. Now he's Chick-fil-A because he's closed on Sundays. And uh, <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> It's good. I know, Ricky. It's a good one. It seems to be real. I mean, he's not even really getting targeted anymore. So, is this just it for Chris Hogan? Or are you, like, in one sort of contrarian? Eh, you never know. Maybe he catches a touchdown.
2: That's that's what you're hoping with Hogan. That's your only out here, I think, because you're not getting volume. Uh, you need a long touchdown here. The individual matchup is not great for him. Uh, you look at Pierre Desir, or however you pronounce his name. He's played incredibly well uh, and looks like they're going to be matched up a decent amount of the time. So I don't know. I mean, you're talking about a guy who he may they may move him around the formation to increase the matchup, but a guy with limited volume could can only get you there with a touchdown. Uh, he does have the speed to take the top off, but I just don't have too much faith here. Uh, I think he's the really the Patriots guy that I'm leaving out of most of my stacks. I feel better about Dorsett. I feel better even about James yeah. White. Um, I don't know. At 4,800, there's just better alternatives. I've seen Brady
0: do that. You're right, Ricky. I know you don't play narratives. You're playing numbers. But, you know, Brady... Does seem to throw bone to guys, and Bill Belichick Sometimes. will at least if yeah. he likes them. Yeah, if if he likes them. So before we get you out of here, Ricky, and I, I wish we would have been more prepared. Well, we're prepared, but I, I would yeah. you know you're on hold for a minute there. Um, <laughs> you've got um, Aaron Rodgers. You know he doesn't have anyone to throw it to this week going into Detroit. I know that the Daily sure. Roto Machine and uh, the optimizers had Rodgers spitting out a lot of lineups that I put in uh, the other day. But you got Pittsburgh, you've got Atlanta. Is that it? Is it just almost too obvious? But the obvious stacks have almost worked uh, this year. Then you got that Jacksonville game. Any love in like playing some Jacksonville offensive players? In a couple of minutes here, if you know, you're know looking to stack a game or two, what games are you looking to approach here, uh, Ricky?
2: Yeah, I think those injuries for the Packers have taken me off the full game stack paying really close attention to the status of Devontae Adams because I think have to be used as a receiver and he's like thirty eight hundred in the rest in this week if that were the case. But for stacks, I mean you look at this Pittsburgh Atlanta game. Uh, this is the highest projected game it's the highest projected game since the beginning of last year. Uh, if you don't count that week seventeen game like or fifty eight and a half point sort between the team Atlanta there were two receivers over 90 and a touchdown. There were two backs over 90 and a touchdown. Uh, So when Vegas is this much of an outlier on a game, I'm more looking at contrarian ways to stack it as opposed to avoiding it. Like uh, if you look at last week, it looks like it was about a quarter of a percentage of games uh, in that high game that I'm talking about New Orleans and the Giants. And Joe, Camara, and I'm looking to get Studio Jones, Antonio Brown I want to find contrarian ways to get it some exposure and I don't think a lot of people are going to go for all the expensive assets
0: Ricky Sanders, Sanders. good the music company He's cutting it out a little bit there so Ricky hey thanks for the time Ricky it's always a pleasure my Thank man you. there's Ricky Sanders go over to ahead. dailyroto.com get all the expert projections optimizers and everything else. game time decisions light up block live fantasy sports radio network i am here alongside the range of cam stewart ricky sanders i don't know if it was just me cam but ricky was in like it uh, was uh, in the yellow submarine there yeah and ricky he was. was going so was underwater <laughs> yeah
1: it was cutting in and out there. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing, Moretti. You never know about these uh, cell signals today. I love your your original thought. They put a man on the moon, but hey, I can't even get cell reception in an elevator. What the, what gives? Well, yeah, they said that they
0: put a man on the moon. They claimed they, they put a man on the moon, they, but they claim. Seemed like that. Uh, seemed like their communication was pretty clear, Cam. You know, yeah, considering really it was like clear. fifty years ago. It's a great point. What do you, when you like, consider now? Like I said, yeah, your it's cell actually, phone doesn't work in an elevator. Yet somehow they were calling, playing golf calling from the
1: moon. the moon, crystal clear. One small step, yeah. It's like, well, okay, <laughs> you're right. It wasn't I'm, even. I'm grobby. not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure either. Man. Or if
0: it if it's true, then I don't know. Then whoever handled the communication should start their own cell phone be,
1: service. I yeah. i agree with yeah. Agree one hundred percent because it's smooth. Yeah, very very clear. Very clear. I've always yeah, said, too, uh, like, uh, I like when I, I ask people, I
0: said, if they went to the moon, how come they never went back? It's another thing, too. It's like, well, they didn't have to. It's like, I don't know. How come no yeah, one ever goes yeah, back yeah. then? You'd want to. There'd already yeah, be hotels one, up yeah. there and stuff if they could.
1: Yeah, that's but true. Anyways, that's true.
0: Well, <laughs> We don't want to get into conspiracy theories. No, <laughs> I could talk about how Stevie Wonder really isn't blind either, but that's another story as well. <laughs> And I'm not joking about that though. That's the thing. Like Sorry. people think it's funny, Sorry. but it's funny. Are not joking? I know it's funny. It is funny. But I'm telling you, Stevie Wonder is not blind. Like he's been playing people the whole time. Yeah. Like he's not. I'm not saying like he's he's legally no, he, blind.
1: Yes. Yes. But I know he, what you're he talking about. He can see a bit. He can yes, see a bit, uh,
0: and he can see better. He can see better than he lets on.
1: Yes. And do there's,
0: there's like. There's a couple of instances. There's a video yep. which he's playing a show, and somebody kicks over a mic stand, and he catches it with, like, lightning reflex. Like, he saw it, and he caught it with lightning reflex. Um, he sits courtside at NBA games, and he reacts at the exact times and stuff. <laughs> and people think, oh, it's just coincidence. There's an NBA player that said that he beat him in, like, horse. Like, basically, Stevie Wonder was draining shots, yeah. and um, and then you have the, you know, which is really funny. Boy George said that once he was at a party, the singer from Culture Club, Boy George, <laughs> yes. he was at a party, and um, I guess Stevie Wonder attacked him. Like, he really? got into a fight with Stevie Wonder, and he said <laughs> that, like, Stevie Wonder had to have seen him because Boy George wasn't talking. He was standing there. Yeah. And Stevie Wonder came right at him, and he said, he, "He a blind guy never would have been able to come at me like that." So it's pretty funny, boy George of all people. But your your guy, uh, Bomani Jones actually is convinced yeah. that Stevie Wonder like if you look up the Stevie Wonder not blind. You'll see Bomani Jones is one of the biggest like guys that's pushing this.
1: He agrees. So he agrees with you. No, it, the funny thing is, um, my uncle yeah, he, Chris's he brother he that. Yeah, he's le- he's legally blind, but he can kind of see. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when we see him at Christmas and stuff like that, like, you'll sit down and, like, watch the game. He just, his he could see things, but he's just not, you know what I mean? He doesn't have vi- vision, like, but he could see shapes and do all that stuff. Like, he was, like, even going out with us on the golf course. So, I, I'm more ta- I'm inclined to believe what you're saying that he's not blind. He can, ju- he just has very, very, very bad eyesight, but he could still see something. You brought a lot of empirical data to the ta- ta- table there, Rancy. Very interesting. I'm going to look up this Bomani Johnson. Well, I don't know if it's understand.
0: empirical data, but it's speculation and hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> it's specu- it's spe- speculation and hearsay. It's, yeah, pretty, pretty good, pretty close. So looking at the quarterbacks, actually, I'm looking right now, they're all pretty cheap, actually, this weekend. Like Ben Roethlisberger on DraftKings, $6,900. Philip River, $6,700. Matt Ryan, sixty-six. Basically, look. Between Philadelphia, that's the game. That's the game I'm looking at. You know, you've got to get uh, you got to get Matt Reiner, Ben Roethlisberger involved here. I think. Um, Geo Bernard, and McCaffrey, McCaffrey and Bernard seem to be another two players that the computer spit out uh, quite a bit. Cam, like I'm not going to fight with the computer, but I'm having a hard time no. right now. I'm looking and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to click different things. I'm getting a little bit frustrated, to be honest. But yeah, let, yeah, let's well, go. I let me l- run through the props here. Well, we, and, we and had the the Trubisky that time, Dave?
1: Like we, we we had Trubisky that time. Remember, we went through and say he's a really good price. Like a lot of the guys that were at the bottom of the list that we that we actually liked did did really really well. So, like I'm looking at the top. Yeah, Big Ben makes sense at 6,700 against that Atlanta defense. Phillip Rivers against Oakland, yes. Matt Ryan, like. Goff against Seattle. I still think he can do some things, but like even even lower, there's some guys there, there's some guys that you can look at. I know this sounds crazy, but Blake Bortles is in a good matchup against Kansas City. What are they gonna have to do with the no running matchup. game? He's gonna Yeah, he's gonna great matchup and he's gonna throw it around the countryside there. He's fifty five hundred dollars. That's a guy that I'm looking at. He's also doing, you know, like he's putting up 22 uh, fantasy points a game like he's been actually like take a look at the numbers it's it's solid and he's in a wicked matchup like i'm probably going to bet jacksonville and Bortles. yeah like take take a look at the yardage like versus the jets 388 yards 376 yards you talk about it 300 what 400s a new 300 this guy's lighting it up he had four touchdowns in the game against new england too seven tds thrown in his last four like it's it's good stuff over a thousand yards throwing seven and three like He's doing okay. Quarterback rating around 94. Like Blake Bortles against Kansas City, sign me up. I think that's a play that I'd be looking at. Even Tannehill against Cincinnati. You know, it's uh,
0: you know too cheap, I think. And the guy's having a great fantasy year is Cam Newton, $6,400. Yep.
1: I would look at Cam Newton as well. I think Cam Newton is in a really good spot. Against the Giants, he does really well at home, too. Gabe, he's talked about it. It's, it's just one of those things. He takes care of business on his home field. Got a lot of weapons around him. I think that, that that's something he's a guy that you can consider. Uh, Tannehill's $5,200 at Cincinnati. Their defense has been horrid. I expect Miami to kind of get off the mat after that. There's a lot of guys that are, uh, you know, pretty pretty good prices that could, that could do some damage. Even Carr. Look
0: at it, you know, no one, looking right here, Devin Funches, no one's going to own him. How much is Devin Funches? You know, Devin Funches. Sixteen DK points, fourteen DK points, not bad production. I'd like to see a little bit more, but he is their number one wide right receiver, Cam. I mean he's been targeted sixteen times in their last two football games. Yep. Uh yeah, Funches has, and you know he's not he's not going to be heavily owned
1: either. It's a good point. Sixty seven yards, seventy seven yards. So, you know, a buck a buck forty four there. Uh one touchdown. If he had an extra touchdown, that that would be nice. But yeah, like he, he, his low ceiling is uh, his his low floor is forty one, Gabe. So you kind of like that. I think yeah. He and him and Newton they have a relationship there. Very yeah. Fifty two hundred dollars. That's a that's a cheap price for Funchess. I agree.
0: All right, Cam. So what are you looking at uh,
1: tonight? I'm looking at what from from a betting perspective or from yeah, a DFS start, uh, no, perspective.
0: From a DFS perspective, you can go football, hockey. What, what do you what do you got? A lineup? What do you want to share with people?
1: Here? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with my uh, football lineup. I went. Uh, I have a couple guys that Ricky Sanders like. I went in a different direction than most people taking the king. It is very expensive with Andrew Luck, but I went with Andrew Luck. I'm only in a cheap contest. I, enter the, I like these quarter jukeboxes, dollar stuff all the time, just try to hit a home run. It's very, very difficult to with the showdowns but Andrew Luck is 17100 he's a lot cheaper than Brady as I mentioned before I think he's going to throw the ball a lot and Indianapolis might be playing from behind so I think that's a good good play and he can rack up the yardage I'm also going to take Tom Brady at $13,000 and not paying for that king price now we're looking at the rest of the team I took Hines From Indianapolis at sixty six hundred dollars, he really stepped up against Houston. I think uh, Luck and him are getting a relationship going. He's going to get a lot of balls with the injuries to T. Y. Hilton. I think it's going to be important. Sony Michelle, I put him in from New England. If you notice, uh, last week you talked about it. Twenty five carries, he's really starting to run the ball well. He he looked like he was gaining confidence against that Colts D. He might get a lot of a lot of touches tonight. Now, Philip Dorsett. I went there, the former Colt, against him because he was cheap. I was thinking about Corderell Patterson, but nah. Uh, Philip Dorsett, $3,600. He's a good price right there. And when you have Andrew Luck and Tom Brady in your lineup, that's over $30,000 a salary. I got a few bucks left. I went with Zach Pascal at $2,000. I have some change left too. So that's my lineup tonight. I hope Paschal becomes a guy that steps up for the Indianapolis Colts. You can't get all the big guys if you're taking Luck and Brady. I'm going to go with Andrew Luck, Tom Brady, Hines, Sony Michelle, Zach Pascal, and Philip Dorsett as my DraftKings showdown team, Morenci. That's what I got. It's very, very difficult if you put both quarterbacks in there, buddy. You saw. Like, you know, you're not going to get any guys cheaper than two grand. I tried
0: to squeeze it out, and I tell you, I think I did a pretty good job considering I squeezed out both quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. So I've got um, so my king slash uh, I'm giving the crown to Julian Edelman. Because he is Ooh, cheap, okay. And ultimately, it'll be eleven thousand one hundred dollars. I think he is going to have a ton of targets tonight. I think he will get into the end zone. Um, I took Sonny Michelle. We saw Sonny yeah. Michelle got twenty-five carries last week. Cam, it's pretty clear that they're starting to Love earn this, um, The the confidence is there. they he's earned their trust a little bit to be on the field and get some touches. So you know, Sonny Michelle. Um, I got both quarterbacks. I got Andrew Luck and Tom Brady. Too. Yep. And then I got uh, Zach Paschal and uh, Philip Dorsett. So I've got Edelman, Michelle, Luck, Brady, Paschal, and Dorsett. It's
1: not a bad team, actually. Buddy, we have five of the six same players. We have Andrew Luck, we have Tom Brady, we have Sony Michelle, we have Zach Paschal, and we have Philip Dorsett. The only difference is I have Hines, you have Edelman interesting yeah that's good all you call. can do You're with right. that team that's put, how you squeeze it out i'm
0: gonna put uh i going to put uh chester rogers in a lineup here though too
1: yeah i like chester rogers i tried to fit him in but the price points just didn't work out that's uh it's it it, it was tough i'd love to get him in the lineup looks like colorado uh, what's man. going on here Triple. Sure. triple two out it's, two out triple it was by, two nothing uh, yeah it's two nothing brewers still gonzalez just hit a triple we're at the top of the fifth. Two outs. Two nothing. Brew crew. Uh, Colorado runner on third. Two outs. Just whipped one right down the line there. That was a great hit by Cargo. Yeah, just put, it a, put
0: it in a put right in a real spot. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, look, and it just died like a sand wedge in golf. See, that's what you want to do. Like that's the beautiful situation. You can expect it to rattle around off the wall. It just died, It's like he took a divot and the thing had backspin on it. That's how he got to third. So. Beautiful hit, Colorado maybe, two out, uh, can put one on the board. Yeah, there there are two outs in the inning for sure. It's been a good baseball game. It's uh, two out. a lot of these unders, a lot of these unders so far good pitching.
0: Yeah, Colorado has been pretty good actually with two out. I've noticed in these at least in what I've seen in the last week or so. It's been a couple of spots where I've seen them score runs uh, actually with two out. All right, I wanted to go over some of the props or at least some of the projections from yep. the DailyRoto.com um, dot com betting machine for the prop angle. So I bet Andrew Luck over 281.5 passing yards. They have it projected for 278. So they're saying uh, he's going to go a little bit under. Chester Rogers, I bet over 46.5 receiving yards. This is probably one of the biggest discrepancies here, Cam. They've got Chester Rogers at uh, 58. So they've got Chester Rogers going over the number. Eric Ebron his prop is 51 and a half yards. They've got him going over to sixty-five and a half, and a half actually. So they
1: think there's some value on Ebron here. I worry about Ebron's uh, health. That's the only thing. Like the, you know what I mean, he's been beat up a little bit, but I agree with you if he stays in the game, he'll be he'll be a big target there. I li- I agree with that as well. I like a lot of Colts overs.
0: Uh so a uh, player's receiving yards. Yeah, he's 54 and a half so they have him going over the number. Chester Rogers offshore, I'm seeing, in the 43-and-a-half range, but it's shaded pretty high number. Ryan yep. Grant, 50-and-a-half. Now, let, what are they saying about Ryan Grant? Ryan, Ryan Grant, Grant Ryan is, Ryan Grant.
1: yeah, I see 50-and-a-half as well.
0: Yeah, they've got the Daily Roto Machines got Ryan Grant going to 57, uh, 57.40 uh, yards here. They've like got uh, Grant that, going over the number.
1: Not everyone's going to go over, but... You got to believe, like these, yeah, the the projection machine so far likes a lot of these guys over. Yeah, they're very low numbers. Here's Scott Franco. Edelman Edelman, uh, on my book, he's 67.5.
0: Yeah, they're projecting 48 yards for Edelman.
1: Oh, so they like the under. I like Which I personally think is a little low. Interesting. Very interesting. Wow. I think that's low. What was their their number? 47.5? 48.60,
0: Forty-eight point six zero. That's what wow. they Wow. That's almost end twenty.
1: That's almost Gabe breaking it down. But the books have him at sixty Nineteen yard. That's a nineteen yard difference. That's a, one of the biggest discrepancies I've seen from uh, the machine. Very interesting. I know, but I don't agree with it. It's kind of
0: weird because I guess you know. I guess we got to blindly follow the machine on this. But you know, look, um, Ricky Sanders brought it up. And he said that Tom Brady's very excited. He's even on Instagram or yeah. whatever talking about Edelman coming back. I would expect them to, uh, to be pretty heavily used. So if you guys enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms, select like hundreds of lineups and entries, check out the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And uh, if you sign up for a new account, use the promo code FNTSY. You're going to get a 50% deposit bonus right now. No more dealing with late line scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the Prop Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. And if you're looking to play some uh, fantasy sports uh, but don't want to get caught up in all those algorithms and all that type of stuff, just go over to Fantasy Factor. It's the only DFS site with exclusive single-entry contests. It's a fun and recreational place to play with smaller leagues and flatter prize pools. They've got great free promos like Survivor, Super Bowl Squares, March Madness Bracket Contest. Sign up today. Go to FantasyFactor.com. That's FantasyFactor.com. And I'm putting together a lineup for this weekend. Um, I'm already kicking the tires on this. I'm shaking things up. I've got uh, Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Devin Funches, A.J. Green, Marvin Jones Jr., Ricky seals Jones Calvin Ridley and the Philadelphia Eagle defense that's uh, one of my lineups here I just put together
1: well, it's quick yeah no it's uh Ricky Seals Jones he's one of those guys uh, he could be, he could be in a good spot uh against San Francisco Gabe. it's just one of those situations where and 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 Rosen started to look good at the tail end. I of would never have taken Seattle him? Mm-hmm.
0: it's the computer that spit him out so I never would have no. taken him computer
1: smart he, like he knows you what's said going on
0: I actually think Arizona <laughs> hang around in this game at plus four and a half.
1: I I'm starting to think this is they, they get their first cover and maybe win outright. I'm on Arizona as well. I've thought about it. I'm not like I'm not it's not gonna be one of my top plays, but it'll be on the card. I agree. I think Arizona San Francisco got close last week. Arizona's the play, buddy. Rosen started to get a little bit of mojo. I like the points. All right, so
0: we'll share our hockey best bets. We'll get to our best bets. We'll run through all the props that we're betting here tonight. Get you caught up today with the baseball game. Kev, uh, what do you have for lineups for us here? I got a hockey lineup, hockey Gabe. lineup? Yep. Sure do. All right. Uh, Colorado, Colorado didn't score. Still
2: 2-0. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 843 6879, the Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fancy source 24 hours a day. No sleep, no Brooklyn. A lot of Beastie
1: Boys today on the show. Yeah, I think it's Beastie Boys
0: Day or something today, yeah. The Bronx will be rocking next week. They go to Fenway tomorrow night. It's Milwaukee's turn right now. Milwaukee's up 2-0 on the Colorado yep. Rockies. We'll see if the Rockies can get anything going. You know, maybe you I'm a day late, dollar short here with the Rockies, but yep. you know, Milwaukee's a good baseball team. They and, are. Uh, it's going to be, you know, I, I expect this series to go five games. I'd be surprised if it wasn't sort of a back-and-forth Yet five-game series, man, they're real treacherous. You know, like you win one game, you win the next game, and it really beats down the other team. But what do you got, Cam, before we get into our uh, best bets? What do you got for us uh, for NHL DFS tonight?
1: Yeah, NHL DFS tonight, uh, unfortunately, Gabe, some good, some bad last night, and that's where the goaltender will burn you. I should have uh, not taken too caress, but we're going back at it tonight, and I really like the lineup tonight. I like Buffalo actually in their home opener, like we talked about uh, home dogs and I think they're going to get it done against Boston. I didn't like what I saw from the Bruins last night. Obviously they're going to play better than losing seven to nothing, but Buffalo made a lot of changes in their lineup. I'm going with Jack Eichel as my center at $6,900. He's named a captain of this team. And I think Buffalo's in in a good spot. Carter Hutton, the new goaltender, they had bad goaltending last year. I think there's a good vibe around the team. not going to say they're great, but it's the home opener, kind of like Vancouver, what they did to Calgary last night. So Jack Eichel, Brian Little, is playing for the St. Louis Blues against Winnipeg Jets. His old team, he was a very good Jet, and he's a cheap center at $4,600. I like the situation for him there. He's a really underrated player that does a lot of the little things. Now... My stack, I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I'm betting the Carolina Islanders game over the number. Tivu Taravainen is $6,100, one of the best young players in the National Hockey League for Carolina in a great matchup against the Islanders who have no defense in goaltending. And Carolina's at home. Skinner, he's my winger, Jeff Skinner, now a Buffalo Sabre from Carolina against Boston at $5,600 new chain hey a home a new home is going to help jeff skinner he was a good carolina hurricane i think people in buffalo are going to love this guy very underrated sniper Jordan Eberle, we have more attraction to the Islander-Carolina game. He's for the Islanders at $4,700 as my winger. Now with defense, we got some good scoring defensemen. Had to pay up a little bit for Dougie Hamilton. He's now the defenseman for the Carolina Hurricanes, formerly of the Calgary Flames. He does a lot of things well and gets points. Nick Letty, an offensive defenseman for the New York Islanders against Carolina, as I mentioned. I see a 5-4 type of hockey game there for Carolina. Lots of Canes and Islanders in the lineup. My goaltender, Gabe. Taking a chance, Carter Hutton of Buffalo getting the start for the Buffalo Sabers tonight against Boston at home. And my utility with $4,600 left, I went not with Eric Stahl, his brother Jordan Stahl of the Carolina Hurricanes. That is the team right now for hockey. Hopefully, if we get uh, some goals in the Islander Carolina game, things will be good for this guy.
0: I actually bet on the. Uh, I actually bet on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes here this evening.
1: Nice. What'd you get him at? I think they're I don't like, know, it's like minus
0: one sixty. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, yeah I about, like Carolina. About minus one sixty. I like the over and Carolina in that game. I like uh, like a five four, six six four six three type of game. I think Carolina's really going to put a lot of pucks in against the Islanders. The Islanders' uh, their defense and uh, goaltending is oh man, is it suspect? Like Barry Trotz as a coach, but it's going to take a while for him to figure it out. Yeah, the lines actually gone up to Carolina minus one seventy on the board. I like that Carolina and the over agreed. So how's your golf
0: picks doing from yesterday?
1: Actually, really good, Moretz. I'm glad you asked. Uh, Brent Snedeker's in second place right now. Um, We got Neiman. He's uh, two guys at top top 15. All guys under par, like Bo Hosler is T24. Uh, Brendan Steele's still on the course. He's three under through 13, so... So far, so good with the, with the DFS, and then the English one. I'm actually really, really happy. Padraig Harrington is in second place, Gabe, and I got him at 66 to one. He shot a three under today in the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship. I said, uh, I talked about Harrington. i uh, one of the assistant captains at the Ryder Cup. Uh, he's starting to figure out his game. He's an older guy. Really struggled for a while, but now he's working back to being one of the best. And uh, when Padraig Harrington is on, he's very, very good. So he's starting to figure out and putting better, which is good news. I like Snedeker, so D2. yeah. I got the
0: Carolina. Carolina Hurricanes were uh, minus one sixty-five. Actually, so a little pricey. Yeah, okay. Yep. So Carolina Hurricanes five minus one sixty-five. Yeah, I bet against both New York teams tonight. I took the Nashville <laughs> Predators, you,
1: and you took the Predators too. Minus uh, what were they? A buck sixty?
0: Yeah. The Predators yeah, were buck, a little cheaper
1: actually. Yeah, they're up to a buck sixty-five. So I think yeah, people they would agree tickets. with you. He <laughs> sure is seventeen. <laughs> Houston Cougar pitch. Yeah, I got a lot of it. <laughs> got a lot of That's what happens when you go to the FanDuel Sportsbook. Grilled cheese, fries, Chester lots Rogers, of tickets.
0: Chester yeah. Rogers. Oh you, they,
1: oh, you did some player props there, too.
0: Yeah, they added player props. props over there. It's good.
1: So, so how many guys I you played took Charles Chester Charles Rogers, Rogers over? <laughs> oh, yeah, over Chester 46 Rogers and over. A half. I like that. I think that's a good play. I like that a lot. I took the
0: Texas Longhorns plus the points. I got the Dodgers. Colorado Rockies. Rockies. Oh, here we go. Nashville Predators. They're actually both minus 165. Really? Wow. Yeah. So the the Canes were minus 165 and the Preds were minus 165. Carolina weren't terrible down the stretch last year. Most teams play well in their home opener. We talked about it last night. I expected the Canucks to play well last night. So I, I think Carolina will bring it. And, it, you know, it is the Rangers' home opener, but... Nashville are just so much better than they are
1: they are it's and actually a tough
0: there's really not a lot game. of excitement around the Rangers here there's no they yeah. don't have anybody like I don't know like who plays for the New York Rangers so nobody you know maybe the Rangers surprise people you know a couple of nights this year but I'm higher on Nashville than other people are Lou joined us earlier in the week and thinks that you know Nashville go under a hundred and five and a half points which I could see that's a lot of points a hundred and five and a half points but the window hasn't closed for Nashville yet, but it's starting to. Like, you know, t- gym, general managers don't keep teams together forever. Like, teams and athletes tend to always think that, oh, you know, we'll have a lot of chances and we'll be together. But they really won't. There's a lot of guys that make a lot of money. There'll be contracts that come up. So, you know, the Preds, to me, this is sort of it for them. You know, I'm not going to write them yep. off. If, you know, last couple of years, everybody everybody's always on the Pred bandwagon seems like everybody's off it this year. And my one concern, actually, is Rene. He's a lot like Rask. Yes. I mean, he's shown in the playoffs that you can't trust him in a seven-game series. He'll play well in game two, but he'll suck in game three. He'll play well in game four, but he'll suck in game five. You just, you know, they're going to have to look at maybe upgrading between the pipes moving forward if they really want to win a cup.
1: Not just that game. They already kind of said it's going to be split-duty. That UC Soros is actually good. Like, he played really, really well when yeah, yeah. Rene was ineffective, right? So Soros is one of those guys, actually, who I believe is better than Rene now. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. We watch a lot of hockey, and we know what's going on. Rene, it's like, yeah, two Rask, great point. Finished guy, it's like it's like he's older now. He's not as quick. He can't get across. And when he shits the bet, he really does. Like, when he has a bad game, it's not like three or four. It's like, say, he was awful in some games in the playoffs there. Like, the Jets exploited him. Exactly. He's a lot older. Um, I, I'm, I'm a UC Sorrows guy. And if he actually plays well, then I'm worried about that Nashville bet. That's kind of the reason... I bet it was, what is this team going to do? Are they going to be friendly to Pecorine for so many years of friendly service because it's like, hey, he's our boy, or are they going to give him some tough love and put in Soros? I think if they play Soros a lot more, that's better for the rest of the team because he's a younger goalie, he's hungrier, and uh, when he's been put in good situations, uh, actually, sorry, tough situations, he's really stepped up. So I think that's a vital key to the natural predators this year, obviously, if Soros takes the reins, and I think he can.
0: Um. Liberty Finder says, every time I think about taking Bishop for Dallas as my tender, I can't forget about Tony Cicada saying everyone likes to bang the bishop <laughs> uh, after dark, <laughs> so I can't do it.
1: That's yeah, I hope my mean. boy Tony Cicada is doing all right. I love I can you, Tony. Send him a message. Yeah, I, see, see how he's yeah. doing. I hope um, he's doing great too. I miss him.
0: Yeah, um, straight cash says Julian Edelman has scored at least one touchdown tonight. Plus one. Straight
1: cash. Straight cash. Uh,
0: yeah, over at BetDSI. You know what? I don't have a problem with that. I think uh, I think that um, Brady's going to try to get him that uh, touchdown.
1: Yeah, I think he will too. And uh, you, you said if Ricky says that it's been all uh, Tom talking about Edelman the whole time on every uh, sound clip and bite, and you know what, Edelman's one of those guys, I know he's just coming in, people are like, oh, he's going to be rusty? No, not, probably not because he's played with Tom so much. This guy knows uh, – the patterns inside and out those guys can read each other's mail right it's not like he's a rookie or like josh gordon you know who has to take a while to learn the offense julian edelman's been there done that so i think him and tom are going to be on the same page even if he doesn't uh you know what i mean he can come out rusty and he he'll, he'll do quite fine
0: so i've got a lot of plays tonight cam so we'll start with you right now so what, what are you playing okay. here today what are your plays of the day because we got a bunch of sports we got nfl we got baseball we got nhl
1: well, I got the back end of the Dodgers and the back end of the parlay riding Milwaukee here. So those games, let's not worry about that. So go Dodgers late tonight in the National Hockey League Gabe. I'm on the Buffalo Sabres. I can't believe I'm doing this. The Buffalo Sabres is a home pooch against the Boston Bruins home opener. New attitude plus one fifteen. Don't like what I saw from the Bruins. They don't think they don't look like they're ready for the season to start. I like the over. In the New York Islanders-Carolina game, over six, and plus money to the over, plus 105. I agree with you, Marenzi, not laying the juice, but I might put it in a parlay. I like Carolina to beat the Islanders, too, with that over. I love the Colorado Avalanche in their home opener. Good young team against the Minnesota Wild, a team that's getting a little bit long in the tooth. And one more play. I thought about uh, doing this. i got to take them in regulation because of the juice. I'm taking the Dallas Stars in regulation. Minus a half, minus 110 against the Arizona Coyotes, who could be one of the worst teams in the league this year. Dallas has a lot of firepower. I expect them to get off on the right foot in their home opener. In the National Football League tonight, I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts plus 11. I don't even have to buy a half point. Small play. I think they actually hang around in this game, maybe lose by a touchdown. And the teaser, Indianapolis plus 18 over 42 and a half, Gabe. That's on my card. And from what you're saying, I really like that Chester Rogers over prop. And uh, if I can get, if I can find Pascal, I'm going to go over the number with him as well if it's very, very low. What do you got for me, friend?
0: Colorado Rockies right now. Blackman's, uh, Charlie Blackman's coming up right now. in the top yep. of the sixth yeah. inning, there's one out. Colorado have a runner on first base. We'll keep our eye on this. Yeah. Knie, Kniebel pitching. Uh, he's,
1: he's filthy. That guy's filthy. Throw some nice stuff.
0: All right. So um, as far as my picks uh, here for tonight, I don't love this NFL football game. I really don't. Nor do I. And Nor do I. I'm not going crazy on it. I ended up with some action. I played some props. Um, I have the Patriots in a teaser. So I played a seven-point teaser with the New England Patriots, the um, Carolina Panthers, and the Minnesota Vikings. So I have the Pats at three and a half. I have the Panthers at a pick and I have the Vikings at plus ten on a teaser i played the over 49 and a half in this game tonight i got a decent number at uh, at the book with the 49 and a half major league baseball i got the dodgers as well minus 188 numbers got up a little bit but i got it before it hit 200 minus 188 for the dodgers tonight um as far as the props are concerned uh brady over 282.5 passing yards Andrew Luck over 281.5 passing yards, Charles Rogers over 46 and a half receiving yards, and I'm going to go long field goal over the 45 and a half. Or at least I believe it's 45 and a half. Let me double check. Venitari can still boot it. Uh, Gaskowski's sure good. Longest field goal scored. Yeah, 45 and a half. Even though this this field goal prop hits less and less now because there's. Um, there's uh, there's less field goal attempts. Everybody scores damn touchdowns now. Every quarterback's throwing for 400 yards. It's true. So there's no need uh, to kick field goals. Now we went to Chester Rogers, looking like we'll suggest here. This is what the the dot com betting um, prop machines are saying. Julian Edelman, they're saying there's a difference, like you said, of, of 21 yards. Yeah. Yeah. They think Edelman's yeah. only going to get four, 48 yards, but I just can't do that. I really think Edelman's going to go off tonight.
1: Yeah, well, if you look, if you look to do the correlation between yards and total catches, which I'm looking at. So when you were doing that, I took a look at players like not just the the yardage, but how player total receptions. And they believe on most sports books, Edelman's at five and a half. So you'd have to believe at five and a half catches, what's he gonna have? Like eight yard, eight yard catches? No, he'll probably have a couple fourteen to sixteen yards along those lines, Gabe. So I gotta believe, yes, they believe he will have. You know, five and a half is, is the number right there. I would not be surprised if he had more than six catches. Doesn't Brady want to get him involved early and often and get that confidence cooking again? Yeah.
0: I think it'll be one of those old school deals where he has like three, where four he catches. Gets nine on the catches. First drive. Yeah.
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah, the same he's gonna have nine and, you or you know, ten the, catches.
0: Yeah, we see these teams uh, that, you know, that are with the quarterbacks that are able to play pitch and catch. They pick teams like the Colts apart. And you know, I, I look forward to that Saint game Monday with Washington. That's that's a cool prime time game. The Sunday night is interesting too. Actually, Dallas and uh, Dallas and Houston, just because they're both train wrecks and they're both desperate. That's all right. Yeah, like I said, I've I mean, got a whole hub about yeah. this football game tonight. I'll be watching it, but
1: yeah, I'll be you watching know? the Dodger, I'll be watching the Dodgers. I'll be watching the game a little bit, a little bit of hockey, like I like to do it now with the stick. I can fire it around. It's really nice I get every sporting event. I don't have to dick around with the channels. They're all lined up together. Makes things a lot easier. I'm with you, Gabe. Uh, I really like that Washington game against the Saints. I'm already on uh, I'm on, I'm on Washington in that game and we already talked about it earlier and we 'll talk about it again tomorrow. I think the Houston Texans could be in a good spot in the Battle of Texas against the Cowboys. kind of a statement game for them. They beat Indianapolis if they want to keep the train rolling they got to beat Dallas Dallas is a one dimensional offense uh, with ezekiel elliott that's it like other than that i 'm not really i don't think the Texans are worried about uh, their throwing game either Prescott's got to beat him with his feet and uh, Elliott that's it because no other guys have stepped up
0: I find um the college card is interesting this week as well. Notre Dame and Virginia Tech is a game I have my eye on. I've been You're wrong right. about Notre Dame, but I've been right about Notre Dame this year. There's been a couple of times where I took Notre Dame and they were good to me. And there's been, two. I think it's twice I've stepped in front of them. I had Michigan and I had Stanford. And, and that was an impressive win, uh, that they, the way they beat Stanford like that. But sure was. it was also sure an incredibly was. tough scheduling spot for Stanford. It you know Stanford have been playing these big games on a weekly basis. They were at Eugene, Oregon last week, then having to go to South Bend. It was a tough spot uh, for them. Now Votech is getting six and a half. I know they lost Old Dominion, but that's why they're getting six and a half right now. Like we'll talk Virginia about Tech. that game in more detail tomorrow.
1: I, I have a lean to Virginia Tech in that game too. I know, I know that that's a train wreck loss to to, to Sunny D there, but it's a whole different story. They got good athletes on that team, Marantz. Right? So yeah, I'd look to take the points
0: be nice to get this Colorado I hate losing I, I don't want to start off my night with all these <laughs> stupid tickets that
2: I played I wanted to take I mean, it's with early the loss. in the
1: game yeah I wanted to take I wanted to take Colorado it's just I'm actually impressed that pitcher got out of a lot of jams today Zentazella or whatever you know he's just kind of guys uh, throws a lot of wild pitches and he, he really settled down after that turned into a pitching matchup it looked like it could be ugly early long game though Gabe. yeah uh, Roni, people wouldn't have, have expected that inning. we're in the sixth people inning people Nope, I didn't expect
0: it. Uh, now there's a cha- now there's a challenge going on. He's out. out.
1: It's the end of the inning.
0: It's, that's it? They won the challenge? Yep. Yeah, out
1: at second base, yeah.
0: All right, Scout Radio coming up next. They'll keep you up to date. Check me out on Twitter, at uh, Twitter, slash Trades. I'll be posting my picks.
2: We'll see you tomorrow on Carton and French in the morning. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.